continue our worship. We do it with the thought that my mic is going to work. There we go. Um, we, we continue in our look at the Lord's Prayer. And as we do it, last week we talked about our Father who art in heaven. And so this week we, we look a little bit deeper at the first petition, hallowed be thy name. Now, I know that some uh, young children who were in our chapel this morning said, hollow, uh, hallowed be the, but that's an empty thing, right? A, a, a hollow name is something that has no meaning to us. But hallowed, what exactly does that mean and how does it connect with our life? As I was thinking about hallowed, I can think of three main times uh, that it, it just fits into, uh, into our vocabulary. Because it's not a word we use every day, right? It's, it's not like be or name, but hallowed is something different. And so I started to think about it, and the first thing that came to mind was the Lord's Prayer. But the second was my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Novak. And Mr. Novak spent a whole, like, it felt like year, it's probably more like a month, teaching us about Abraham Lincoln and the Gettysburg Address, right? So four score and seven years ago, our forefathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty. And it goes on. And in that, we see these words. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggle here have consecrated far above our poor power to add or detract. We begin to see a sense that this word means set apart. Abraham Lincoln, as he's dedicating this ground as a new burial site for these men who have died, is setting the ground apart. Something sacred. The next thing that came to mind for me is a day that we cherish as a Lutheran church and as uh, Lutherans, right? All Hallows' Eve. The day before All Saints' Day when Martin Luther took the 95 theses and he nailed them on the church door in Wittenberg. And as he did that, he wanted to start a conversation and he knew that the next day, when everyone was going to come and remember the saints that had gone before, there's going to be people there that would want to have a conversation. Right? So he, he had pinned up more theses a few months earlier. Over a hundred of them. But strategically, he, he placed these on this special night, knowing what was to come and hoping for a conversation that would open up how he was looking at the Bible. And now we have Halloween, right? It's a little bit different than All Hallows' Eve back in the 1500s. And now it's costumes and candy. And yet we still use the word, this, this word that means set apart means sacred. And so as we think about it this evening, we think about it in context of Matthew as he's writing, or as he's talking to the people on the mountain. He says, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your 
name. Hallowed, something that is set apart. I had the, the privilege of doing chapel for our young children, the, the kindergartners through third graders here earlier. And, and one of the ways that I started talking about this with them is uh, all of us probably at some point in our life have had that one stuffed animal or that blanket that, you ha that has to go everywhere. And whether you remember yours or you remember your kids or your grandkids or you, you know the kid, you know a kid who has that stuffed animal. For me, it was a pound puppy, right? Patches. But it's something to hold on to, hold tight to. It is set apart because if it gets lost, the world has fallen apart until we can find it again, right? It is set apart in a way that actually means something. It means we can sleep, we can rest. It's the same with this term hallowed. It has been set apart as something holy. And it's used throughout scripture in different ways to mean to make holy, consecrate, sanctify. It's set apart. Right? And so as we see it in this context, Jesus is on that hill and he's saying, you know what? There is something very special as you pray that you're praying to someone who is set apart, set apart so much that no matter what happens, you will always know that you are loved. You will always know that grace abounds and you will always know that you are forgiven. And in that you have a hope for eternal life. And that is something that's really amazing. Hallowed to be set apart, to hold tight onto, to keep it close. Well, and then you have B, hallowed B. Now, I was with someone just the other day, and I said, well, you know, one thing that Ted Brown taught me, and uh, I was with Ted yesterday, and if you don't know Ted Brown, he's a, a dearly loved uh, family member of, of St. Michael and who has been with a lot of us in a lot of different things. And one thing that he taught me was beekeeping. And did you know that in a beehive, the bees never stop? So when we look at it and it's under 50 degrees, you aren't gonna see the bees. They're in the hive, but as they're in the hive, they're, they're doing their dances, they're moving the honey, they're growing the little ones, they're doing all kinds of things, and it's always active. And for me, when I think of the word bee, it's, it is just that, it's, it's an active verb. So we are always setting apart the name of God. There's never a time that we say, oh, it doesn't really matter here. And it's not just the time that is Sunday morning, it's set apart, or Wednesday night, in our case now, right, that it's set apart, but it is active and always with us, so that we are taking that, and we are living it out in your name. It's, it's not just our Father, but it's the name of God, right? We remember for Moses, it was, I am who I am. The beginning and the end of all things. 
and it reminisces our baptism in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's all three of those, knowing how they work in our lives so that we can set apart that name to mean something more than just words to us. It means that by the name of God, we are brought into the family to be children of God. And that is an amazing thing. And so to hallowed be your name, to, to actively set apart the name of God in our lives so that it actually means something to us. We can, we can grab it in our heart, in our head, in our gut, and we live in that moment of being a child of God in everyday life. And, and for Luther, as he talks about this, as he gives his definitions and the, the what does this mean that we're going to say together in just a few minutes, he talks about it in two realms. Right? In his teaching, he, he says that this is two kinds of righteousness. We're made right with the Father because of Jesus. Jesus has come to us so that uh, we, we don't hold things hollow, but we hold them hollow, sacred, and set apart. And as we do that, we're, we're reminded of how much we are loved. We're reminded of how much we are forgiven and the hope we have in Jesus. But it doesn't just stop there, because if you're here or wherever you're at, if you look to your left, right, and you look to your right, guess what? There's people next to you. And we also live with each other as a body of believers, right? As Peter put it, a priesthood of believers who know that we are loved and forgiven and covered with grace. We live with each other to support one another, encourage one another, and to live lives that are set apart so that as we go out into the world, people notice and they lean in and they want to know a little bit more. They want to hear about that forgiveness that you talk about. They want to hear about the love that you show to your family that, that is foreign to them. And that's what Luther took this petition. He talks about it like this. Don't profane God's name. In other words, keep it holy. Keep it tight in a way that it actually means something. That it's not just thrown out there for any, any reason, just in the wind. But hold it tight. Hold it in a way that no matter where or when you say it, it is, has a meaning. And that meaning ties in to your baptism. It ties into being a loved and forgiven child of God. And then he goes on to say, live it out, right? This is, this is my paraphrase. We're going to read it from him in just a minute. Live it out. Live in a way that you, you demonstrate, that you do set God's name apart as holy. And so as we, as we think about God, as we think about being children, baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we do that in a way that, that connects. It connects into who we are, not just 
on a Sunday morning or, or Wednesday night, but through the week and we live out what it means to be holy. Allowing people to press into our lives and sharing that. Being a witness of the faith that we have. Being a witness of what it means to set apart God's name as holy every day. As we look at what Luther says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the, the petition and the question. Because there's two questions that we're going to answer that we're going to answer together. And then I'm going to invite you all, all of us, to say those meanings together. So the first petition is, hallowed be thy name. What does this mean? God's name is certainly holy in itself. But we pray in this petition that it may be kept holy among us also. How is God's name kept holy? God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity. And we as the children of God also lead holy lives according to it. Help us to do this. But anyone who teaches or who lives contrary to God's word profanes the name of God among us. Protect us from this heavenly Father. As we reflect on what it means to keep God's name holy in our lives, I just I challenge you to just think of, of two ways this week that you can you can grab onto that. You can live it out in your week. Keeping that grace on the forefront and the name that we're baptized in, the, the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as set apart in your life as you go into your week. And we have time to reflect on that as we move into our offertory and as we reflect on the gifts that God has given us. And this is a great time if you're visiting us just to let us know or, or if you want to explore what it means to, to live out holding God's name sacred, uh, let me know. This is a great time to just let me know that as well.